a conference, like a blogging conference in July, and I handed out little uh, bookmarks that have my contact information on it, you know, to join my launch team for launching my coloring book when I didn't even have the coloring book finished yet. <laughs> I think that's good. So, and yeah. so that, you know, kind of held me accountable. It's yeah. like, you know, I've got to got to get this finished. Totally got to Hello get. and welcome to the Christian Women in Business podcast show. We are an online community of Christian women in business and we are aligning our businesses with God. I'm your host, Sarah Jane Neeson, and I wanted to create a platform where women can come to be inspired, to learn from women who have been there and done that, and know what it's really like to run a business as a Christian and what it means to them. I would love for you to join us as we get into the meat of the word, share the love of God, and grow our businesses like never before. For more information about becoming a member, visit our website, www.christianwomeninbusiness.com.au. Looking forward to sharing these podcasts with you and helping you to grow as a leader and a business owner like never before. Good day, listeners, and welcome to the Christian Women in Business podcast show. I cannot believe that we are in the middle of May and the year is going so fast and I just... I'm blown away by all the amazing things that have been happening in Christian Women in Business. And today I have one of our beautiful foundation members on the show. And we are talking to each other on the other side of the world. So it's very exciting. We managed to get good time. So none of us are recording in the middle of the night, (laughs) which is always nice. And it's super awesome for you listeners to have you listening in our show today. So today's speaker will go through her biography and then she's going to tell us a little bit about her story. So this special lady is a joy spreader, digital evangelist, hand letterer, which is hand lettering, I just found out, doodler, graphic designer, artist, author, speaker, creative blogger, lover of the word and administrator of God's grace. What an amazing life to have. Welcome to the show, Joe Ditt Williams from Joe Ditt Design. Thank you so much. I'm so glad to be here. So you're calling us all the way from Texas. Yes, I'm in Texas. (laughs) So is it warm in Texas now or... What time of the year is it? Yes, it is spring, fixing to be summer, and in Texas, it's it's very warm, even for spring. So we're in the 70s. We've had days in the 80s already, a couple of days in the 90s. So that would be Fahrenheit. Yes. Yeah. (laughs) That's cool. For all the Aussies out there, it's hot. (laughs) Cool. So um, let's get into it. So you're basically a very, very creative person. Um, Tell us about your creativeness and what God's been doing in your story. Okay. I've always been uh, like to create things. My mom is very crafty, creative. So we were always creating and making things when I was little. And um, I uh, also wanted to say that when I was in third grade is when I met Jesus and just fell in love with him. (laughs) That's cute. And so (laughs) he just captured my heart. I've been in love ever (laughs) since. And uh, so grew up. And then, you know, after I graduated, I went to college. Uh, I didn't really know what I wanted to do or be, you know, but that's what you do. You go to college. So I went to college and I went to a college that's two years and graduated from there. So most people would go on to a four-year college, but I got married 
And so that's all I wanted to do was just be a wife and be a mom. And uh, we had a couple of kids a couple of years later. And so I got to stay at home with them and we lived on a ranch. So we all helped with that. And I homeschooled my kids and, you know, did had no really desire to be in business, you know, or anything like that. Um, although I did still do lots of kind of crafty stuff or um, I never really considered myself an artist though. And then when my kids were in sixth and seventh grade, everything changed and we were forced to move. My husband and I both had to get jobs. So went into the workforce and the, the jobs that I was able to get was not really what I liked doing. Um, they were, you know, I could do it, but I was like, so if I'm going to have to work, I want to do something I like. So yeah. I went back to college, learned because uh, I had had a computer and doing a little bit of stuff. You know, I thought I would like graphic design. And sure enough, I did really loved graphic design. So got my degree in visual communications, actually. So I learned a lot of other stuff besides graphic design, you know, about communicating um, and started out, you know, doing it was still working part time and going to school part time and then worked at a commercial print shop for a while and then just was doing some freelance graphic design on the side and then also kind of started because, you know, I could do all the graphic design, you know, anything from doing marketing materials and ads and or just, uh, you know, order forms and books, you know, all kinds of stuff we did at the print shop. But what I really have always loved is is the cute girly stuff, you know, the pretty stuff. Yeah. Um, even as a little girl, I, I made my own greeting cards to send to family and friends and things like that. And so I'm not really sure how I got started, but I was making, you know, some little note cards and things and opened up an Etsy shop to sell on there. And um, the uh, wedding invitations were just like huge, you know, and I can't, I really can't remember how it got started, but I started making custom wedding invitations. That's cool. And so, you know, a lot more people would buy those as opposed to, you know, just buying some note cards or something. So I got into that, you know, doing custom wedding invitations and was able to quit my job and just stay at home and do that for a while. I enjoyed the, you know, creating them, but, you know, I didn't really have a marketing budget. And so I was blogging in order to get traffic, you know, to get people to, to uh, find me and things like that. But I discovered that I didn't like blogging about wedding stuff because that was just not something I was into. (laughs) (laughs) I I didn't really care about all the you know, the details of the wedding and all the stuff, you know, and there are people that do, and I'm glad because we kind of need that, but uh, that was just not, not my thing. So started trying to kind of phase that out. And then in the midst of that, we had to move again. And so we needed income right away. So we decided, you know, I need to get a job. So I did, and that's where I'm still at today in my day job. So that kind of gave me the freedom having a day job and then kind of working my business on the side to not feel so much pressure to I have to make so much money, you know, this month or whatever. Yeah. And so I got to just kind of, you know, figure out what it is that I really like. And it just always kept coming back to the word of God. I mean, my passion, I just love the word of God. 
and love teaching about it. And, you know, I've done, I've taught some Bible studies and done some workshops and things like that. And so started making uh, scripture art printables and selling those on Etsy. That's cool. And then one uh, Bible study that I was in, we were studying Psalm 119, which of course is all about the word. You want to learn more about the word and how powerful it is and what all, you know, Psalm 119, that's what the whole Psalm is about. And so I remember reading this one scripture, verses 47 and 48, which says, I cherish your commandments. Oh, how I love them. Relishing every fragment of your counsel. And that's in the message version. And when I read that, I was like, that's how I want to feel about your word, Lord. <laughs> uh, you know, that's that's my desire. That's what I want to, but I don't know that I do. And that's when kind of hand lettering was starting to come on the scene. You know, you look on Pinterest or on Instagram, you know, and see different things that people are hand lettering and, and yeah. drawing. And so I, so I was like, well, I'm going to do that, you know, and that'll help me to memorize that scripture, you know. And then I started praying the scripture uh, daily, you know, just saying, Lord, I'm just saying by faith that I cherish your commandments. You know, I love them. And so I created that and did a couple of others from Psalm 119. And and some of the people in my Bible study with me saw it and they were like, oh, that, you know, that's really neat. And um, started doing a few of those. And like I said, I was doing some scripture art printables, um, but then uh, began to notice adult coloring books yeah. coming on and being so popular and not necessarily Christian ones, but just, you know, adult coloring books and you know had some people saying have you have you thought about making a coloring book that would be really cool you know with scripture art yeah awesome. and so I was like yeah actually I have thought about that and so last year that's my goal was to create a coloring book it took me a while because um, I actually knew that I wanted to before I was able to work on it very much or get it done because within less than a year my daughter got married and then my son got married and then my daughter had a baby. <laughs> we had, I had a lot of, a lot of other stuff, which was all good, which is all awesome. But I knew I just needed to kind of sit on it for a little bit. And then after those were over, I was like, okay, now my focus is this coloring book. You know, yeah. I just have to get it created. And then um, had gone to a conference, like a blogging conference in July. And I handed out, little uh, bookmarks that have my contact information on it, you know, to join my launch team for launching my coloring book when I didn't even have the coloring book finished yet. <laughs> I think that's good. So, yeah. and so that, you know, kind of held me accountable. It's yeah. like, you know, got to get this finished. Totally got to get it done now. And so it's just been an amazing journey and just really felt like having a book would just be such a neat way to be able to minister to people, but also it would open other doors. And in fact, it has, like here I am on this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> That's that I can now say I'm an author and an artist. But what I wanted to do with the coloring book, rather than just, just having the coloring, is for each coloring page, there's a devotional that I wrote about, you know, what that scripture means to me. The book is on favorite scriptures, so it's volume one. I'll have more coming. Oh, that's exciting. <laughs> and so there's a devotional page kind of saying, you know, why that scripture means so much to me. And then a journal page so that you can actually spend some time talking to God about that scripture, letting him talk to you and a place to capture your thoughts and stuff like that. That is so cool. I'm just, while you're talking, I sneakily went onto your shop to find your coloring book and it looks amazing. (laughs) 
Well done. How cool is Thank that? You. And it's like, Thank you. like you're saying, it's a ministry and you're ministering to women even though you're not there. And you're doing it through beautiful art and yeah it looks amazing good Thank on you. you so what's have you got your ideas for your next coloring book and what you want to do with that one so I haven't decided what the next one's going to be but I have several ideas I really want to do one on your identity in Christ mm. you know who we are in Christ yeah all the different things on that um and maybe one on God's character you know on all his uh, the different attributes and the character of God, and and then the power of prayer, you know, praying the word in the different different ways because that's been so huge in my life. You know, has made such a difference in my life. I've got others, but those are the top three. <laughs> yeah, and I'm trying to decide which one to do next. And it would take a lot of time to design all them, like to draw all the the drawings to make coloring. I'm guessing. How long it does, does it take? It to does take a lot of time. You know, when I started this one, I had some pages already done, you know, that I had kind of done previously for other things, you know, and then added some other stuff. It took me several months. You know, of course, I'm working a job full time as well while I'm doing this and then with family and stuff like that. So I just had to make it a priority and work on it, you know, on the weekends and the weekends. Um, I think it's so good. good. Listeners, if you're listening and you're thinking, actually, I still have a job while I'm doing my business as well, don't feel bad. I know a lot of marketers and people out there go, oh, you know, you can't do a business and have a job and yada, yada, yada. And I just think, well, actually, you've got to see the bigger picture in people's lives. Like, So just don't feel bad if you are in a job. And, you know, if you are a career girl that's listening, like, good on you for being out in the workforce. Like, we can minister to people anywhere that we are. I just wanted to say that. (laughs) Awesome. So, what are your five tips on your craft that you'd like to share with our listeners? Okay, so the first one is, uh, which I'm so glad I did this and had other people recommend, was to, like I mentioned it before, have a launch team. And so, I... I invited people to join my launch team and they would get pages. Uh, We had a Facebook group and so I would upload pages as I'd created them and I would get feedback from them on the pages. You know, are these too difficult to color or are they different kind of things like that? And that was just really, really cool and really fun as well because we kind of created a little community there and encouraging, you know, they were encouraging to me how the pages were ministering to them, you know, and some really neat stories that came from that. But then also, then once I did launch, they were my cheerleaders, you know, and they were helping to spread the word about it and had testimonies from them. And they also would color the pages so I could have samples of pages that had been colored. Oh, that's cool. To show. And then also kind of along those lines is to set up a prayer team. You know, if you're doing any kind of thing like this, even if you're calling it a business, it's a ministry as well. So I have a prayer team that I email once a week and give them my prayer requests and also praise reports, you know, things that God's doing. And it's just so important to have that prayer support to keep you going. That's awesome. Was that number two? Was prayer team number two or was it still part of number one? Um, I kind of put those together for cool. a launch launch team and a prayer team. Yeah. There are two separate Two separate teams, but... (laughs) That's cool. 
Awesome. So what's number two? Number two is finding and staying in community. Uh, Just like this Christian women in business community. It's been so helpful to me to have, you know, communities of women um, in different ways. You know, it's so difficult to do things by yourself and you can all the voices in your head and all this stuff. But when you're in community with women, you know, you can encourage each other and also, you know, helping each other and collaborate and and just sharing your knowledge. And I might knew how to do one thing, but not something else. And, you know, there was so much that I had to learn in publishing my book and creating it that I could not have done that by myself. And so it's just uh, very important to stay in a community. No, we really value having you in our community, lovely. And that's basically why one of the reasons why we wanted to put Christian women together is because, well, what we found was it's not that there is a a shortage of business groups out there because the market's actually quite flooded with them. But we wanted to create a group where, you know, women can come, can talk about their business, but talk about God as well and it not be a taboo subject so they can just feel so free and so open about their faith about business that you know when you do need prayer for your business you can come into the the community and go girls I need some prayer for this and know that everyone's praying for you and you know we share what we're up to in the day and we do a devotional in the beginning of the week so we're starting our week off right It's just such a power of doing life together. And I think that's a really awesome point. Cool. Yeah, it's made a huge difference to me. So, yeah. Okay, number three is to choose yourself. Don't wait for somebody else to choose you. We are just so blessed these days with the opportunities that we have with the internet and with social media. You know, we don't have to, if you have a book idea or something, you don't have to wait to be discovered or to send out, you know, millions of pitches to publishing houses, or if you're an artist, you know, waiting for somebody to discover you. Somebody had had said this um, as I was kind of beginning, and we don't have to wait for somebody to choose us, you know, choose yourself. God has chosen you. He's given you gifts and talents, and he wants us to be light and salt in the world. And he says, don't hide your light under a bucket. And so, we have such uh, an amazing opportunity these days to, to be able to do that with social media and the internet. And so just go for it. Just start putting stuff out, you know, even if you just start with a Facebook page, you know, and then, or if you do a blog or whatever, you know, just start putting stuff out there. That's awesome. You are doing a beautiful job of shining your light out there, by the way. <laughs> oh, thank you. <laughs> no, it is. It's so true because, you know, if you're waiting for someone to choose you, you're going to end up in your grave and never be chosen, basically. God has, we are such big advocates, but God has given you your vision and your dream for a reason. Don't wait around. Don't let fear captivate you. Get out there and start taking action and put your dream into action. Absolutely. There are people out there that need what you have to offer. So yeah. And you know, if, you build a business and you save a person's life somehow through that business, it's totally worth the pain and the aggro because, you know, you found a lost sheep and they're, you know, they're coming to heaven now. And what you can do with having a business with blessing the kingdom is just endless. The opportunities are endless, especially 
with resources and how you can fund the kingdom and the influence you can start having around with your business. It's just awesome. I love it. Uh Cool. Okay. Number four, the thing that has helped me in my business is to focus and to choose one big goal and to just focus on that. And so everything I do is related to making that goal happen. So last year, my goal was to create and publish my uh, coloring book. And so, you know, everything I was doing from blog posts that I was writing or things that I was on social media, you know, creating the launch team, you know, it was all leading up to launching the coloring book. And then this year, I'm really wanting to start creating my next coloring book. But some ladies that I'm working with and the coach and things have told me that I need to focus on selling a certain number of books before I create the next one. They're like, God has something to do with this book. He has a plan for it. And you need to pursue that before you go on to the next thing. And so marketing is having (laughs) as creative women, you know, we have so many ideas and things going on. And so I have, that's hard for me because I have, I get so many ideas uh, (laughs) that I just (laughs) want to do them all, but uh, being able to just focus and say, okay, you know, yes. And I write them down the ideas, but it can wait for an appointed time. (laughs) Oh, we totally get that. I can remember when I launched Christian Minimum Business and I'm like, I'm going to be doing this and I'm going to be doing that. And I want to do this and I want to do that. And then God was like, just sell the membership first, like get good at running a membership. Then will focus on doing some other things so I'm like okay and I don't know about you but I sit here like ready to jump on to the next thing and it's a self-discipline to hold myself back and stay focused on what I'm doing right now right and the, the kind of an acronym for focus is follow one course until successful <laughs> That's kind of cool. Once you get good and successful at one thing, then you can go on to the next. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. It's a good reminder. Yeah. That's cool. Okay, so, num- so number five is to start building an email list. Like one of the first things you do, you need to be building an email list, even before you've created products or you've created a, have a service to offer or whatever. If you can start building an email list, that will be awesome for you down the line. Um, because even though, you know, there's all the social media stuff, we don't have control over that. And we never know when they're going to change things up or shut down your Facebook page or whatever. And then you'll lose. You may not have access to all those people. So if you have people on your email list and you're always going to be able to be in touch with them. And so building building that audience that knows, like and likes and trusts you, you know, and giving them value and just serving them. And also it's a great way to learn when you get feedback from them, you know, learning what it is that they really need and want, and that will help you to better be able to serve them. Yeah, that's cool. I love it. So we have, I'll just recap. So you've got one, have a launch team and a prayer team, and they're going to be your support for getting your baby off the line. Number two, uh, finding and staying in community. So kind of, the find your tribe kind of feel that you know these are going to be the women that are going to help you through the tough times and they're just so so important to keep you encouraged to keep you focused on God and where you're moving forwards three is choose yourself so don't wait for someone else to choose you start now 
and it's your time to rise. So start putting your product together, start taking action on what it is that you want to do. Number four is focus, which stands for follow one cause until successful. One thing that I know many of us struggle with, (laughs) (laughs) but set one big goal for the year and make it happen. And then number five was start building an email list before you do anything. One, because our email list can't change. We have control over that. And two, you can start building a relationship with your audience and what it is that you want to do. So yeah, good times. Awesome. Love it. Thank you so much for sharing those five tips. They're awesome. So how do you incorporate God into your business? Well, he is in nearly everything I do. (laughs) So making prayer in my time with God a priority is the first thing. And then taking what I what I hear in those times with him and letting that lead me as far as how I go in my business. And then, of course, when I'm doing the artwork, it's the things that are in my heart. I just feel like I'm always trying to get better at listening Mm. uh, because there's so many distractions. And so just having time to be quiet and be still, that is so important to me because that's when, you know, I get those light bulbs or those things that it was like, oh, yeah. And something I've I've started doing lately is um, I have a a happy planner, which is a, a brand of planner rather than use it as a planner, I use it more like a journal. And so in the each each day, there's like three little boxes. And on the first box, I write things I'm thankful for that day. And then the second box, I write things that I notice. And I started doing this because, you know, rather than just writing down, you know, this is what I think God is telling me today, because sometimes I'm like, well, I don't know. Is that God? Or is that me? (laughs) Or is that just, you know, just something I heard or whatever. And so I'm just writing down things that I notice. And then as I go back and review the week or, you know, the month or whatever, and I, and I see similarities or the same word over and over again, or the same kind of thing, I was like, okay, now God is talking to me, you know, if this is being repeated (laughs) (laughs) over and over. And so I know that's how I'm learning to, to listen better and to determine this actually God speaking to me. Yeah, that's cool. So right now at the minute, what is your Bible verse for this season and why? Um, one of them for this season is Luke 137, which says, For with God nothing shall be impossible. And I was listening to a teaching here a while back, and he was talking about that Jesus never dealt with problems. He always talked about possibilities. And I was like, oh, you know, that was so I'm going to have to go back and read the Gospels again and see how he deals with each thing. And that's true. I mean, it's always like, when they fed the 5,000, it wasn't like, oh, you know, we have a problem. Shoot. We only yeah. have, you know, and he's like, oh, no, you know, see, what do we have? <laughs> oh, well, all we have is five fish and whatever. It was like, oh, okay, sure, bring them here, you know, and, and just the different everything, you know, it's always possibilities. And so I'm just trying to see the possibilities and everything, you know, kind of have a, a mindset. And, and that's actually one of the pages in my coloring book. And this was before I had heard this teaching, and I have the journal page alongside of it that says, thank you, God, that these things are possible. And so I just feel like that I'm just really needing to have a mindset shift in the way I look at things. And also, you know, encouraging others to do the same, you know, when I 
hear people talking or complaining or, you know, have this problem or whatever to be able to encourage them and to listen to the Lord and see, you know, what he's saying might be possible. Yeah, I think that's cool. It's like a complete change of mind shift completely. Right. Yeah, it's not a problem. It's an opportunity. (laughs) That's cool. So... Um, where can our listeners find you, Lovely? Where's your favorite place on social media to hang out? And what's your website? So my website is very easy. It's my name. It's jodit.com. It's J-O-D-I-T-T.com. I don't know what my favorite place uh, to hang out is. <laughs> I do a lot on Pinterest. I pin a lot. Oh, so that's cool. I'm on, All right. I'm on Pinterest. It's so Jodit. we can follow so, you. So you can follow me at pinterest.com slash jodit. That's cool. That's perfect. So I pin a lot of encouraging, encouraging stuff. So I'm also on Instagram and still trying to learn and remember to post something every day on there. Yeah, that's right. (laughs) That's cool. Oh, good on you. Well, it's been absolutely wonderful to have you on the show. Is there anything else that you'd like to share with our listeners before we wrap up? Just that, again, I'd just like to reiterate that God has chosen you for a purpose and to uh, don't let fear stand in the way come into this community of women and we will be encouraging you and just go for your dreams whatever that um, don't discount your dreams i know there's some people who think you know i have this dream but it's silly or it's whatever you know no if god if you have that in your heart it's probably because god put it there and he wants you to do something with it so who would think that a coloring book would be something that could minister <laughs> The so people, yeah. my my dad and my husband are like, you know, adults. So adults color. I was like, yeah. <laughs> so um, you know, God can do anything, and so pay attention to those those desires of your heart. Uh, my favorite my favorite scripture, which is also kind of the title of my book, is "Delight yourself in the Lord, and He will give you the desires of your heart." And so when you do, just um, take delight in Him. Um, he will uh, even begin to put things in your heart that he desires for you to have. So don't discount those. That's awesome. I just feel like God has got such a presence on your heart and your voice. It's so lovely to sit here and listen to you speak. So, yeah, don't be afraid to put your voice out there more as well, Jodit. It's been an absolute pleasure to have you on the show thank you so much for sharing your lovely tips your beautiful story about your coloring book Um, I'm sure there'll be many listeners now heading over to your website to check it out it's just been awesome so thank you so much for coming on thank you for having me it's been great it's been fun and listeners thank you so much for listening it's been great to have you here this week we hope that you have a wonderful week whatever you're doing in your business and we'll speak to you next time bye for now sarah jane here i hope you enjoyed the podcast we'd love it if you could please share this podcast with your friends please rate our podcast on itunes and for more information about becoming a member of christian women in business head over to our website www.christianwomeninbusiness.com.au Catch you next time.